that juice cleanse. It's okay. <laughs> trying to juice cleanse. Nice. So to do the cleanse, what are you doing? Just that or? Basically, there's <coughs> there's six six bottles of these, and they're all different. Like one I had earlier was actually really good. It was like watermelon, lime, um, apple, lemon. Uh, this one is coconut, pineapple, spinach, and apple. Which like spinach is just a weird, weird one to add in there. But then I had one this morning that was like really bad. It was like cashew milk um, with like <laughs> cinnamon and some ingredient called cauf salt flour. Not cauliflower, but like salt flour. Okay. Never heard of it. Um, and then one of them is like turmeric, ginger. Yeah. Uh, Lemon. That stuff's good for you, though. <clears throat> I know, but it's like it's basically going to be that wellness shot, but like an entire bottle of it. <laughs> so, are you eating two? Or, no. So, this is for one day. Or? Yeah. Uh, you usually you would do it for like three or five, um, but my wife bought a three day one, and she only started it yesterday. And tomorrow we're going to the Kenny Chesney concert at Gillette. So that's out the window. Yeah. So she can't <laughs> do the juice cleanse tomorrow because we're going to be eating and partying and whatever. So she's like, can you do the third day with me today? And I was like, no. And then she asked me again. So I said, fine, I'll try it. So this is number three of six. Okay. You're a little good. nervous for You're the uh, turmeric one. But anyway, we'll see. Turmeric's good. I had fresh turmeric this morning. Yeah? Yeah. yeah it looks like ginger. Yeah. Same kind of thing. It's supposed to help with the, your digestive yeah. system, right? Yeah. yeah. Should have some <clears throat> some pepper with it as well. Ooh, so your body can, it. yeah, you can yeah. Uh, you can absorb the nutrients yeah. better of the turmeric. Really, I wonder if yours has yeah. pepper in the. It room. might, yeah. You could I'll add have to some, look. Could add a couple. Yeah. Of I shoes. left I left three at home or two at home that I'll drink tonight. <clears throat> I just said mix it with alcohol. Yeah, you can't do that. Would work, especially so, if you're not eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> All right. Did you ever Did you ever do a fast like a? No, but a friend of mine has done that. He does it every January for like a week, I think, or oh, wow. okay. like That's four a, or five days. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think I could do it for like a day. You could do it. You I could do it. It's just a it's a mindset. So if yeah. you had somebody who's done it a bunch of times and they can tell you what to expect, yeah, kind of like coach you through it, right? It'll be easy. Really? Have you yeah. you've done it? I've done it many times. Yeah, yeah. I usually do like a forty hour. Most I've ever gone is 48, and I said, oh, I, I want to eat now. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you could go five days. You get used to it. You don't yeah. gain it all back immediately? So it's not really to lose weight, per se. It's It cleanses you, like mm. kind of like what you're attempting to do a different way there. Yeah. And your body just kind of uses up old, injured cells and kind of eats them up, and you get rid of them. And it does so many things. It, it, uh, it's probably a good idea. It can help. So many different health aspects. Interesting. Uh, it's it's amazing, and then when I break it. I usually break it with like a smoothie, yeah, like oh, okay. a vegetable and fruit smoothie. Yeah, and you just feel great. It's interesting, and and it also you can control your eating better because now I know when I have the sensation of being hungry. Yeah, I don't have to eat. You can just take I could it go yeah, a yeah. long time after that. Right. And, and be fine so it helps with that um, but you still you still like drink you have water coffee and water black coffee tea bone broth which i've never done but you can have bone broth um you could do water and black coffee. just basically with things with no calories even though coffee has a few calories yeah yeah in a 12 ounce cup yeah 
it's really no calories. Right. So mm. the caffeine actually is a appetite suppressant. Yeah, so yeah. So you can have black coffee whenever right. you get hungry. And it's different, like, if you're going to do, like, a two-day fast. I'm sorry, am I messing up? No, 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 no this have? is good. Yeah. good. <laughs> right. um, if you're going to do a, a long fast, there's going to be periods of, like, usually it's, like, six to, like, nine at night where you get hungry. Yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Every 30 seconds, your mind tells you, eat. Yeah. You know? And so if you have caffeine or have something... Caffeine's good because it's coffee's tasty. Right, right, right. And it's an appetite suppressant. So you can just sip on coffee. Right. And when I go to bed, it doesn't keep me up like it would normally because I'm haven't eaten anything. Right. So my right. body's just exhausted. Yeah, so I just, exactly. just fall right asleep. Uh, yeah, I'll try that. We should do an office fast. challenge. Yeah, so you can fast <laughs> the longest. Yeah. Do you guys Somebody read it all? Somebody just passes out. Or listen to audiobooks? I read. Fung. I forget his first name. Oh, he's a doctor. F U N G. Yeah. Good books on fasting. Okay. Yeah, audio books. Yeah. yeah, I've been reading. I'm not the best reader, so audio books is my uh, <laughs> <I> go to. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of Up in Your Business here. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes. We've had some awesome guests. Um, and we're back with another great one. We have Mike LaFave here. Mike, thanks for coming to the oh, podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Of course. Uh, if you would, give everybody a little intro of who you are and what your business is. Well, I'm just a regular guy, and I'm kind of a simple guy. Uh, my business is a warehouse distributor. We buy products from manufacturers, warehouse them, and we distribute them to pretty much mostly right now, nowadays, auto dealers, parts departments, stock it. Service departments normally pay, so... Service and parts are kind of our customer, the service manager, parts manager, all over southern New England, oh. Rhode Island, Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts, a little bit in New Hampshire. Yeah. So cool. local, pretty yeah. much. Small company. We're, uh, we'll probably do approximately five and a half million in sales this year. That's awesome. That's 25th year. Thank you. Congrats. Wow, 25 years? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we just finished 25 years in May. That's so awesome. We just started our 26th year. Jeez. And uh, it's like uh, five point, five and a quarter people. Yeah. My yeah. daughter's part-time. That's cool. And counting me, this five full-time. Yeah. Good. So, so I started it in 1997 on a shoestring, basically. Right. I think I had 10 grand, <clears throat> or a little shy of 10 grand total worth and savings. Married, three kids, wife home with the kids, mortgage. Yeah. We had one car payment. Oldest daughter was either going to start school or already was in parochial school. So yeah. we had some bills. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> and so I had no business credit. So I sent the bank check in uh, to the manufacturer and waited for the stuff to show up. And pretty much it showed up a couple weeks later. I had a one-car garage. That was my warehouse. Yeah. Uh, Tracked the trailer was backing up into the driveway and taking out the tree across the street. The neighbor <laughs> comes out and stands on the edge of the road. I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna be out of business before I even start. <laughs> <laughs> and I just pretty much, I didn't know how, how much time I had to unload the truck. Yeah. You know, I had no idea what yeah. I was doing, but I was just going forward. Yeah. So I unloaded the truck as fast as I could. Oh, they're supposed to show up with a pallet jack and a lift gate. I was gonna ask you if there yeah. was any heavy objects. Yeah, yeah. pallets of like aerosols, 114 cases per skid. You know, a couple thousand pounds each, maybe eight or ten skids, um, ten thousand dollars worth, whatever that was back then. And I just—they didn't bring the the pallet jack, 
So I had to unload it by hand, oh, one case wow. at a time. <laughs> wow. And so I was running. I didn't know how much time I had with the truck driver. It's my first experience. So I'm literally running in and out and stacking eight or ten pallets in my one car garage as high as I could, running in and out, dripping sweat. <laughs> That's Asked my funny. wife to please make the driver. His name was Charlie Brown. I hope he's still around. He retired. Wow. Yeah, Charlie Brown was his name. Nice guy. That's funny. And make him make him iced tea, please. I gave him a tip. I had you know. Yeah. And so uh, and then the, it was the first day. I couldn't go out. I was exhausted, drenched. Wow. Had to take another shower. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot has happened since then. We have a we uh, lease space now in Seekonk. Um, we have a warehouse there, and we have. Uh, more than one manufacturer that would probably buy from about 20. Awesome. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, got a great sales team. It's all about the people. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. Uh, the greatest asset that we have is 98.6 degrees. It's the people. That's, that's the secret as far as we're concerned, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Is, is the people. There's no, there are no secrets. I have, I'm a simple guy, and I believe that it's just basic stuff. You know, you have to have a quality product. Definitely. Uh, you have to have good service. Anybody can make the first sale, but yep. good service is going to keep it coming back. Right, right, right. And that's the key. I'm sorry to take off on. No, no, no. I like it. I like yeah, it. We always have the saying, you're only as good as your last job. Yes. Because that's what everyone remembers you by. Yes. What, uh, what, what caused you to want to start this business? What were you doing before and what kind of... I, Triggered I don't know. It. My whole life, I've like my whole young adult life, like high school, I just dreamt of it all the time, like an obsession. Yeah. If there was somebody that had their own business, I would ask them lots of questions, kind of be a pest. Yeah, yeah. And it was just an obsession I had. And in college, a buddy of mine, Andy and I, was to get together on Thursday nights, and we uh, heard about this masterminds group meeting concept. Yeah. And I still have the notes from all these meetings, <laughs> and we would just have categories. We had different categories, him and I. But we would help each other with what we had. I can still remember the categories. It was, it was uh, health was number one. It was like six health, marriage, children and family, uh, friends, career, and finance was last because it was the the least important. Health was number one. Yeah. Right. My wife had my girlfriend at the time had a hard time with that one because why is that before me? Well, if I'm not healthy, right, I can't. Do anything. Yeah, yeah, true. Can't do the list without being yeah, healthy. Yeah. yeah. So we would meet on Thursdays. We'd write, we'd brainstorm and help each other. And so I was always obsessed with having my own company. That's uh, interesting. And I, ne I wasn't sure when I was going to be. I remember I proposed to my wife. One of the conditions was someday I'm going to risk everything. Right. And I need to make sure that you're, you're going to okay support me because, right. and if I fail, I need you to help get me up so I can go try again. Right. Because right. it's something I need to do. As a man, we can't make a baby, yeah. but we can make a business. That's what we can do. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. For some reason, that's what I wanted. Yeah. And uh, and that's what I ended up doing. That's so cool. Yeah. I read this, uh, I saw this article, or a, a post maybe it was on LinkedIn, and it was about um, spouses of business owners. And I thought it was incredible. I wish I took a screenshot or like saved it. Um, but it, it kind of reminds me of what you were just saying of like being supportive. And the whole post was something along the lines of like, you know, the spouse of a business owner is like just as invested and like oh, supported so much a part of the business owner's success because like that's the support is like almost like in the background, but like 
behind every successful man is a strong pushing woman and even sure. more so for a person who's starting a business right i mean without her she held the fort down took care right. of the kids took care of the cooking took care of the house took care of everything and she never made me feel guilty working late i had to work like you have to work around the clock right. of course right. yep. i mean if it's a 12-hour day that's an easy day yeah when i when i first started you know it was 16 hours days 14 16 right. every day right you know six days sometimes seven days a bit you know so yeah. she held down the fort and without her i don't think i could have did it you were talking about like relationships and stuff like that and you're a very personable person like have you always been like that or how'd you learn that relationships run businesses and have uh return customers and stuff like that yeah i think i've always been like a i was a friendly little kid um happy uh, I remember the nuns used to squeeze my cheek and say, always keep smiling, Michael. Always keep smiling. I was probably this That's tall. Um, I, my first like sales experience was selling candy bars at my grammar school. Yeah. And I just took it to the next level. I had my mom, can you drop me off at Almax? It was a grocery store back then. They're in a business now. But yeah. she dropped me off. Get me in three hours. Three hours. Yeah, I just want to sell a lot of candy bars for the school. And I think I sold the most candy bars and got a check for twenty five dollars. Yeah, they announced my name on the loudspeaker and homeroom. It was yeah. so cool. A payoff for it. Yeah. 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 So you would sit outside the grocery store I'd and stand there. Yeah, yeah, there'd be like two exits, and people would come in. And I'd have my little spiel. And yeah, I'll get you on the way out. Someone would say, and then I'd see you leaving the register and going the other way. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you said you'd get me on the yeah. way out. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, surprised to see you here." <laughs> That's awesome. What uh, what were some of your first jobs when you were growing up as a teenager? And yeah, so my first job was a uh, bicycle mechanic. Okay. Yeah, I did that for a short period of time. Are you guys going to do the qu ten questions? Or we kind of oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Wow. <laughs> Damn, we were, I, got, uh, I got distracted with the... Uh, the juice cleanse. Yeah, we were talking about the juice cleanse. <laughs> we'll have to keep the juice cleanse in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're here with 20 questions, people. All right, we might <laughs> have missed it in the beginning, but here we go. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite snack? F any fruit or vegetable. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Left or right? Right. Pick a number, 1 to 10. 10. Favorite number? Two. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite drink? Could be liquor. Water or beer if it's liquor. Uh, iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot. All the time. Hot. Really? Uh, uh. Steak or chicken? Steak. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Chips Ahoy. Favorite vegetable? Broccoli. That's a good one. Like everybody else. Uh, clean desk or messy desk? Has to be clean. Your yeah. biggest inspiration or role model? Probably uh, Anthony Robbins, Zig Ziglar. There's been so many. It'd be unfair to say one. Yep. Uh, last time you ran a mile or close? Three years. Uh, coolest place you've ever traveled? I would say any of the Caribbean beaches. Nice. I yeah. like that. Uh, first job ever, you said, uh, bike uh, mechanic. Bike mechanic. Favorite, uh, favorite day of the week? Saturday. Nice. Uh, and then favorite part of your job? Helping people. Nice. Whether it be with products or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Very good. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice catch on that. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. I was looking forward to that actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, going back to your work, when you're hiring employees, how did that come about? Yeah. So, what happened was I had my first unhappy customer. 
which was traumatizing. Oh yeah, to me. I think the world's over. Yeah, oh, I was like, I pulled over. I was like, actually shaking on the yeah. side of the road. I sat there for ten minutes to think about this and what happened. And as it turns out, I don't think there's anything I could have done. You know, there are some customers or some, you know, some people you're just not going to make happy. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, uh, it probably falls into that category. But at the time, that I, I blame myself. Right. You know, that's where it, the buck stops with you. What could I have done different? Right. And it was because when I started, I had a four-week cycle. So root sales is you you visit the same people on a cycle, whether it be four weeks or six weeks, two gotcha. weeks, whatever it is. And I got so busy after the first time through, most people don't buy anything, so you're really quick. Right. I mean, I had some days where I made 50 stops. It's like going to 50 grocery stores. You're in and out quick, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's... And then as people are buying, you slow down. You might only make 20 calls. Right. So I, after four weeks, I started over the cycle, and it, instead of instead of it taking four weeks, it might take four and a half, and then after six months, it was taking six or seven. Right. So this one guy was really upset because he saw me on the same street taking care of another customer, and I was only there because he called me because he ran out. Uh, he thought I was just skipping him, and he was just he told me that he's not going to buy from us anymore. I was like, wow. So that's when I started thinking about maybe I need somebody to help me. Right. Somebody Maybe this is the help. time to start to consider paying someone to help. Yeah. It's a, it's like a tough time because you, you obviously don't want to spend a ton of money, but at the same time, like you said, it's all about the people. And yeah. it only comes with time you learn that. And now, like, you know, after you have employees, you realize it. It's like, yeah, people are your biggest asset. Totally. And you got to take care of them. You know, yeah. like I pay, I treat my guys exceptionally. I try to treat my guys. Yeah exceptionally well whether it be financially or uh, the way you treat them the way you respect them yeah uh, you know you probably want to treat your your employees as well as you treat as well as you try to treat your customers yeah right. and your vendors because without your vendors you're dead right you got to treat you you got to have good relationships with your vendors especially in our business right yeah we were going through a little bit of research before you came in and uh, we saw on your Facebook, it's very fami uh, family oriented. It seems like like a family company. It's that tight knit. Yeah, that's what we focus on. Yeah, I mean, we have meetings. You know, we don't have meetings for no reason. Like we don't have a meeting every Tuesday at two p.m. Right. That's you know, that's just beating a dead horse. Right. Kind right. of thing it develops. We just have meetings when there's a topic that's worthy of sitting down to talk about. Yeah. But most of the time, it's not about budgets or numbers or growth. It's about a personal aspect. Like maybe we'll talk about, like we're talking about the smoothies. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about health or nutrition. Mm. And maybe we'll talk about that for 45 minutes and or an hour. And, and so I also grow from that and learn from that because we all share. Right. And sometimes I don't even prepare. I'll just I'll be on the way, excuse me, to the warehouse in the morning because that's where we have our meetings. And something will hit me. I'll hear something on the radio or... I remember something I read in a book the night before when I was reading in bed, and so I might jot it down, and then <clears throat> I'll just, you know, bring up the topic, and we'll brainstorm for like an hour, and yeah. it it's good because you grow as people, and if if you're growing as an individual, whether we have a, a meeting and talk about marriage, or about nutrition, or about any topic that we might come up with, we're growing as individuals, and we're sharing this information with each other, and we're becoming better friends and closer yeah. and, and more trusting and, and everything. I mean, I feel like my guys have my back. Right. 
and I believe they know I have their back. And those aren't just words; those, that's real. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's you can't. There's nothing. Be- I have the chills. I mean, it's, 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 that's that's what it's to me. That's what it's all about. It's not about the numbers. I mean, the numbers will be there if you do if you do everything right. Right. And you focus on the proper things. The numbers take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll be there because you're not gonna you're not gonna cheat. You're not gonna lie. You're not gonna steal. Right. You know, you're gonna treat everybody well. And if you just focus on that, the sales are there. Right. Sales will always be there. And you know, yeah. we've had slow, steady growth since year one. Right. So I mean, we're very fortunate. Knock yeah. on wood, it keeps going. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What uh What do you think has been a big learning lesson with employees? Going back to that, um, I know you were saying like, uh, you know, treating them well. I think it's interesting when you start to hire people. Like everybody has different wants and needs. You know, yeah. some people just might want more money. Some people might not need as much money, but they might yeah. want more time off with their friends and family. Oh, that's that's, a, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I was like a salesman. I sold candy bars, you know, in yeah. school, and I sold other things. And so that was that almost came natural to me. Just work hard and right. keep a good attitude, and you could be good in sales. But then when I started being a manager of people, a whole different ballgame. Oh my goodness, I had I wasn't good at it. Yeah, like babysitting sometimes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and maybe you're not a good babysitter. <laughs> and so it took me so long to, and I worked at it. I had no choice because it's my company, so I have to. Right, you I, do it. I have to be good at this. It's yeah. just, I, it has to happen. And I struggled with that because you've got, like you say, different personalities, different different aspects make each person tick yep. differently. Exactly, and you have to try to figure that out. And you you got to try to do it quickly because yeah. the clock is constantly ticking. So that was the biggest thing: finding people, finding the right people. I went through some people. You hire people who interview well, mm-hmm. and then they show up, and day one you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Everyone lies in their resume, How? right? <laughs> but I hired one guy that I knew. I don't want to say, but I knew him because he was in a company that I dealt with. So I thought I knew him, and then I day one. Actually, it was the day before day one. He kind of was arguing with me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this I've never seen yeah. this side of this guy. He's like miserable and angry." I'm like, "Holy shit! Yeah, this is not good. What do I do?" I said, "Like maybe he's having a bad day. Yeah, maybe he's like all the other times I thought he was. So I got to give him that. I got to give him Second that chance. slack." And right, and it turned out that not really. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so yeah, you go through a lot of people. Um, there were people who were lying, people who were stealing from our customer. Oh. You know, invoicing for something they didn't deliver, and you can't have that's there's no that's, there's no discussion. Uh, that's, that's your just, reputation on the line. Yeah, immediately, it's that's it. Sever the relationship yeah. and you know apologize to the customer and fix it. And um, but now you know the newest guy. So the last person I had to replace was 14 years with the company. All right, this is a guy who's newer, but he's just kind of replaced my route, so it wasn't yeah. like a turnover, but. So we have, you know, we keep our people. Um, we treat them well. I hope to think that we treat them better than most others w- will. Yeah, yeah. So they stay for the right reasons. Yeah. But the retention speaks to it all. Right. It shows you're doing something years. right. Yeah. 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 It's also, people are the most important thing. Yeah. You have to focus on that. If you lose sight of that, you, you're going to steer the ship in the wrong direction. It's going to go off course. You constantly got to be readjusting. Yeah. You know, and, so when you were kind of like first starting with sales, like, are you essentially, uh, I guess I'm not sure with your type of business, are you essentially doing like cold calls? Like just, see, but I guess every 
shop needs like a distributor, right? Like, so when I first started, out. yeah, it was all cold call. I had no customers. Right, yeah. you started out no customers. I had some experience in a similar business. I was a salesman, fairly successful there. I became a sales manager, fairly successful at that. Nice. And then I uh, I left there because it was too much travel. And I had a no compete for a couple of years, so I did uh, something okay. else. I didn't even have any intentions of doing the same thing, actually. Yeah. I just ended up a couple yeah. of years later doing it. That's funny. But I was reading this book. As you know, I wanted to start my own business since you know, years prior. Right. And I got oh, so I got laid off from a company. It was, uh, it was the first salary. So after I left this other company, because it was too much travel, I did a couple of sales jobs. And one of them, the last one, was a salary sales job, which is very unusual. Right. They're mostly like commission. Yeah. yeah. All, all of them were. Every job's commission when you get right down to it. But this was like <laughs> challenge. Yeah. And so they had some financial issues. So they laid a bunch of people off. And I was one of them. So that was kind of a push, an indicator. Maybe now's the time. Yeah, yeah. And my parents uh, both worked mill type jobs you know we were just a uh, middle class maybe even lower middle class family growing up we always had food and right. house was always painted and clean and neat and my parents did great with what they had <clears throat> but i didn't you know we came from so my mom and dad weren't into taking risks and then i they knew i wanted my own company more I like safe and conservative oh, very, kinda, yeah. extremely get a job stay there right you know be early yeah. work hard <laughs> and so when I wanted to do when I got laid off is I wanted to do my own company then because I was like this was the prime time right. when am I going to do it there's no Beautiful. better time so my mom and dad supported this and that was surprising really, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no risk in their lives <laughs> like at all my brother <laughs> who is the same way he supported it so this was like the stars are lined up my wife right. says, Shannon says they're supporting you this is unusual <laughs> take that advantage yeah, yeah so i remember my mom said because i only we had like 10 grand and that's what i sent in a bank check to the manufacturer for our first order so i sent everything i had nothing i had a poland springs bottle filled like filled this much with coins and we had that one point empty that to buy groceries we always had groceries wow. i mean i you know i made it happen yeah but it was close it was just by the skin of my teeth many times at the beginning uh so basically, uh, I, I, what, was, what was the question that you started on here, the tangent? The cold calling. Oh, oh yeah, 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 about sales yeah. and like yeah. when you're starting out. Yeah. So yeah, so everything was a cold call. And I couldn't extend credit to, like we call on auto dealers right now. So we you know, obviously have to give them net 30, they pay in 30 days, hopefully. And at the beginning, I, I, I extended all my money, so it had to be COD. So consequently, at the beginning, I couldn't call on auto dealers. I had to call on gas stations and independent oh, repair shops that would write a check or pay cash have it right there. on the spot. Yeah, I see. Wait, so you're sitting on this $10,000 worth of inventory, and you had no idea where it was going to go. Right. You were oh, just landing on. I kind of knew, like, the customer base who yeah. it would be. And I had an 11-year-old Mazda 626 with no air conditioning. <laughs> I started in May. At the end of May, it was hot. <laughs> I filled up. So we had aerosol. So I had three, three, four products, three or four products. And they were in, you know, cases of 12. And I would just fill up the back seat, the floor, the trunk, the front seat, 
with aerosols, I kind of looked like maybe there might have been something wrong with me, or maybe maybe there is something wrong with me, but, but I definitely <laughs> right. looked that way at the time. And I remember being at a red light in Pawtucket, coincidentally, <laughs> where you guys had your first office, and at a red light, and there was a carload of kids next to me looking and laughing. Because like, they were probably like, what the heck this is this guy doing? This guy's nuts. What, yeah. It's like a phone book delivery guy or something, you know? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. We all need phone books. Right. But, uh, and I'm like, oh, I guess I can't get any lower than this. I'm only going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to look at yeah. it. So, I mean, I wish them success in my head, and I yeah. just drove off. And, and I, so I started just basically every call was a cold call until uh, I started... I would always, I would take a very small pay for a couple of years. I took such a small pay, lived right. very, very modest, continued yeah. to live the same way because I knew that to generate income for the company, I had to take a small pay right. and just keep adding inventory and product line, which was driven by the customer's right. requests. It was everything we've added to this day is just basically what the customer wants. No bright ideas from me or anyone on the team. It's just what the customer wants. And, and yeah. You know, we'd sort of vet every idea and we'd add into the product line. And then as we got more financially sound, we started calling on auto dealers and kind of dropping any new gas stations or independents. Yeah. You know, we'd started selling to small parts stores, independently run parts stores to, to increase our volume yeah. and our buying ability. Wow. So And so now I guess like what are the what are your core customers? Are they mostly auto dealers yeah, and the, that's what we go after. Yeah. That's, that's our target. They got the money, right? So Yeah. They, it, yeah. Our product line is geared towards them. All right. So everything that they consume is what we try to have. So like big dealerships or more like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like Hyundai and Toyota. Oh, yeah. and, wow. In, I got UAG down the road in Warwick and, you know, you have Ira up the road and, oh, wow. Good people. That's awesome. Good, good relationship together. Yeah. That's great. It just comes yeah. with time. That's it, and and, and and as you know, hard work. You just yeah. you gotta you gotta you know be willing to do whatever it takes. You know, well, how much pain will you will it take for you to close the blinds and and lay down in pain and give up? Right. The answer's got to be no matter what, right. no matter what happens, you just gotta keep going. You can never stop. You just keep plugging away. Believe in. And I when you write notes down when you start. Go back if you had a bad day. Read what you wrote on day one and re-inspire yourself with what you knew was, was going to happen and just find the strength and keep going. Yeah. You know? Where do you think you got that work ethic? My mom. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she worked really hard. Still does. 88 years old, she's still cleaning and... Good for her. Painting the threshold. She's <laughs> doing stuff constantly. That's awesome. Um, in the early days of the business, what uh, what was it like being a parent and... Running a business, I mean, that's challenging. You have yeah. three girls. Yeah, that was hard because I have a little bit of guilt <clears throat> because I was working all the time for you know for a couple of years. Yeah, and so my youngest daughter, I kind of feel like I didn't spend as much time with her as I did with the other two at a certain age of her life. Just because of the Just timing because, and business, you know, you're, you're up at six, you're working in the office. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, yeah, it's the for them, though. It's all it's for, for them. them. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So I compartmentalize that, with, you know, with, with that reasoning. Yeah. But that was probably the hardest thing was, you know, you're working, and I'd, I'd go on a road, I'd work all day until the last customer would be closed, and then I'd come back, I'd have to reload my, at the, at the very beginning, it was a car, but then it went into a van, box truck, et cetera. Uh, and then you've got all the paperwork 
and I'm the only one at the company. So I would do everything. Right. So it would be 11.30, and maybe I'm done, or i got to be done. got to get to yeah, bed. Yeah, right. And go to bed and then start again. And just every day, I remember I was driving, and I was just fantasizing about what it would be like to sit in my recliner again. That had been so long. That's crazy. And that's all I wanted to do. And then I remember just watching a movie one day. I had some time for two hours. And when I was done, I felt like I was on vacation for a week. That's wild. It was so, so yeah. nice to take a break. But that's what you have to do. I mean, I'm not whining or complaining. Right, right. I mean, it was a, it's great memories. You know, you, you start a company hopefully once. Right. And you give it your all. Yeah. And if you come through the gauntlet and you're successful. Yeah. It's great thinking back about how you started and how right. hard you work. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of that. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you worked your ass off and look where yeah. you're at now. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's fun to look back at the memories. We look back at like our very, very first office and it was like the size of this room with both of us, both our desks, all the equipment. It was like there's barely any free room for. Yeah, we had the equipment like falling on us basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a cardboard. You know the. The, the desks that were like pressed cardboard yeah. with like the wood wallpaper on top. Yeah, yeah like baby. fake. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like old. It was like kind of bowing in the middle. It was downstairs, unfinished basement, right by the you know the foundation and the furnace behind me. That was my office. You know, right down there. That's what yeah. I had at the beginning. And uh, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It was aesthetics. Right. Was, yeah. That's not what, you know, customers want. They want a quality product, good service. Yeah. And uh, till, still to this day, I mean, you have to focus on the most important things. You can't get carried away with, you know, appearance or, or uh, showing off or, right. or anything like that. Remember where you came from. Yeah. You have to remember where you came from and who you are. I am who I am. Uh, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and that, that you have to be, you have to constantly remind yourself of that and not get carried away. With yeah. any success that you might have, it's it's funny when you were talking about that chart of like the less health and health and marriage. family and marriage and stuff. You know what I thought was like, wow, kids like that's such a. I think that's a very responsible list. Like health is top, and especially in college too. To think of that when you're in college, yeah. yeah. But I was thinking in my head, I said, wow, imagine if you gave kids nowadays that list, like what, how that would be prioritized. Like you said, finance was last. Yeah. I can't even imagine. These yeah. kids would be like finance, finance, girls, so money. Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's not what makes Yacht, us happy. First car. Like, yeah. 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 Fancy watch, jewelry, yeah. like. Nice sneakers and a new cell phone. I want that new cell phone that's going to come out yeah. next month. Yeah. It's so interesting looking at, like, at least for for like our age, I guess, like looking at our parents' generation, like how just like simple and like down to earth and like kids our age are just different. Like, Well, you guys are pretty reasonable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Are, Not yeah. me and Mike specifically. Yeah, but, but there, are, there are a lot of people like you guys that are really nice, Yeah, you know, really good people. I, but I do agree with what you're saying. I don't think that we teach the kids it's as much as kids priorities these days it's like you just don't even know what to say yeah you know, how, how does this happen how do you allow this to happen they're oblivious read a room that's yeah. all it takes mm. interesting yeah. but go back to the business real quick yeah um the name how'd you come up with the name does it oh, mean yeah. anything or yes it does it do you does? know what it means no no no, no, no i was just wondering so all right so it's denico so it's the first two letters of each of my three daughters names 
Oh. But it's not in birth order. I was going to say, it's yeah. a little out of yeah. order yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been Deconi if it was in birth order. <laughs> so I remember Corinne was three at the time. She's a middle daughter. So yeah. she's the CO. She's at the end. I put her on my knee and I had a yellow pad just like that. That's awesome. I had, I had worked all the different names out on the pad and I put her on my lap and I said, hey, do you mind if I put your, because she's the middle child. I don't want to, because the middle child complex. And I don't want to add to it. Yeah, I'm a middle child too. I know where <laughs> yeah, she's at. <laughs> yeah. So I like want to make sure I do it right. Do you mind if I put your first two letters at the end? It'll be Denico. It sounds good. What do yeah. you think? And she remembers that conversation to this day. I'm no, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So Denico was the first two letters of each of the three daughters. That's awesome. Yeah. They know that. Oh, yeah, they know that. That's, that's so awesome. cool. <laughs> that's great. Damn. Yeah. It adds meaning, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, t- for me, it's like a deep meaning and, and more of a sense of the need to be successful. Mm. Uh, you know, the name of the company is My Three Daughters. And at the time, they were all little and they were home and they were hungry. You're working you know, for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they're all grown up. Yeah. The third one just got married. Four grandkids. Yeah. Another one on the way. <sighs> crazy. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. That must be yeah. crazy to look back at like when you first started the business. They were little kids. Now yeah. they're all grown up. They yeah. are having kids. Yeah. God. Um, before computers, we have handhelds now on the road. But we had like, I had a form solder. I opened it up and I'd have my, I always have a current picture of my three daughters. So the yeah. customers would know that, hey. It's not just for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. At least you get a kick out of that. Yeah. And say, oh, you're trying to play in my heartstrings, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> what's um, a, what's oh, one like good uh, piece of business, adv- is, I can't even talk, advice that you uh, received throughout the 25 mm, years? Yeah. Oh, so mentor. Yeah. yeah. yeah like oh, it. wow. Work hard. Yeah, that's all. Be honest. Talks. Just work hard. You got to work really freaking hard. There's no, there's no, Shortcuts. there's no, there's no secret. Yeah. You know, I hope I can offer something to someone who might be listening or watching. Um, there's no secret. It's just yeah. work. If you're asking for a shortcut to success, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you a, a, the answers that sound like cliches, but that's all I know, and that's what works. That's and true. Maybe oversimplified, but that's what works. You just got to work really hard. And you got to yeah. be honest, but you got to go work really hard. And that yeah. just, you got to be willing time. to do whatever it takes. You got to just do whatever, whatever it takes. Just yeah. don't complain. Don't whine. Don't waste time talking to me about why you haven't. Turn around and get back to work. Yeah. You know, there are people that I want to help you. Like small business owners wanted to help me because I was trying to become one. Mm-hmm. And just like, that's why I'm here today is if there are any people who want to start their own business, I want to offer whatever, whatever I have to offer. I don't know right. if it's a lot or a little, but you know, People want to help each other. Yeah. And a lot of people would try to help if they heard I was trying to start a business. They offered any advice they had that they thought was valuable. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, it's the simple stuff. It just, yeah. you hear it every day. You know, work hard. And that's True. really all it is. If you're looking for magic, it's not going to turn out, it may not turn out good for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point where something's not going right. You can turn around and go complain to someone about it for an hour, or you can spend an hour trying to figure out the solution. Right. It's like, how are you going to spend your time Working and manage it. that time yeah. to have a better outcome? So true. I mean, that's, you get, you know, when you're in pain and that you got, say, 10 customers in a row reject you. Yeah. It, that hurts. Oh, like yeah. I, like, even though you that's might have, I think I have a thick skin. It can start to get at you. Yeah. And if it's the second day in a row where you haven't, it's like, oh, man, this is pain. 
but you just got to keep going. You've got to realize how much pain will it take. All right, no matter what, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to go home and early, yeah. and I'm not going to close the blinds and go to bed. I'm not going right. to give up. I'm not going to have three beers because I'm having a bad day. Yeah. No, that's a losing attitude. You just got to freaking keep going. And be if you're harder on yourself than anyone will ever be, I think you've got a really good chance of being successful. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you if you're not as hard as other people are on you, you have that's your first problem. You have to be harder on yourself. You know, you got you, no one's going to do it for you. Yeah, it's true. But it's exci- it's not a bad thing, right? Because it's exciting oh, to work yeah. hard. That's a good thing. Once you get it, you know, once you you know you keep going and you make like little accomplishments, there's no better feeling than seeing that actually happen and knowing you did it. 100%. Nothing feels better. There are a few yeah. things that might feel better in life, but this is right <laughs> up there. It's right yeah. at the top, right, with the other things. You know, like, uh, <laughs> like even I think back to, like, looking back to, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago, we had no employees. It was just us. Now we have five, and we have this nice office, like, we've built. we got Trent out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, looking back that, at that is exciting and seeing, like, yeah, we did that. We worked hard and made that happen. It's, it's a great feeling. Um, so you can't yeah. make a baby, but you can make this. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I can contribute. I was going to say you can contribute to it. <laughs> it's not work, though, is it? No, <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> um, I guess I just have one one kind of final question: is like, what uh, what's sort of on the horizon for the business? What's sort of things are happening and it's uh, a great question Do you ever see someone else taking yeah. it over so mm. all right so hold that one for a second okay. so i always envisioned at the beginning a much larger company all right so we're gonna so you're break, ambitious we're you gonna gotta, be like five and a half million this year that's great i'm happy so, for that it's great um but i always envisioned a much larger company but somewhere along the way you know i'm 56 now you realize that yeah, I know how to. I know how to double the company. I could. I know how to double it. I know how to triple it. But you realize that life, the length, human lifetime is a very short thing. So at some point, you got to realize, all right, maybe where I'm at now might be enough, and it gives me good balance in life. Right. And maybe I need to realize that. Yeah, I know exactly what to do to double it. What it means, I want to have to work that much harder. Right. All over again. Yeah. So you decide, all right, well, I only have maybe so many decades, hopefully, of good life left. Right. Do I really want to spend one of them right now to double the business? I know what to do. We can do it. I've done it right. once. You know what to do. But I'm unwilling. I became unwilling to sacrifice that. I mean, there are other people that could probably work less than I do and be more successful. You, know, you could come and buy the company and probably double right. the sales, I'm sure. Yeah. I run things a certain way. You know, I believe that the people I work with are the most important thing, and I want to treat them. I just want to treat them really good. I want to be. I want to treat them like I would want to be treated. Yeah. So consequently, I don't. You know, we we pay, we pay a lot more than our competition pays their people. Right. But that's what I want to give them. Right. That's because you want quality people. Yeah. You want to grow in a sustainable way. You yes. want to have a good team. And I've always wanted. The employees to be happy, to be happy, and to have the ability. If they're at a cookout somewhere, maybe they're going to speak really good words about Denico exactly. and about yeah. maybe about me, maybe about the operation. And so that's what I. That's really what was what I always think about is is the people. Yeah. 
And I could I could have grown it, but I would have sacrificed from my family, my wife, my kids, my health, which was at number one at one point, which still is. But early on, I put it right at top. You can't forget those things because you can't you can make a lot of money. You can't buy your health back. True. You can't all the money in the world. You 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 know if you don't take care of your health, like you're doing all these cleanses and you're eating well and you're thinking about you're giving it thought and effort. You know you have a chance of living a long, healthy life. You know, as long as we're right. hit by a bus or something, we're gonna <laughs> hopefully live a long, healthy life. And right. you gotta have balance. You gotta, you know, you gotta. Also, if you're married, you gotta. That's a job. It doesn't come naturally. You have to right. just work at it. You yeah. have to give it thought and effort and energy. And you gotta be willing to bend and flex and compromise. Yeah. Um, just like in business, same thing. It's even harder for me than business, actually. <laughs> um, you know, but I have a great wife. Like she's right. like my better half. It's just that as a guy, it's I don't know. It doesn't come natu- oh, as yeah. natural no, to agree. me. Same. But so, do you see anyone ever taking the business over? Or so the the problem with like I have no sons. I have three daughters, which is you start training the awesome. grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what it'll, I don't know what'll happen. Yeah. We, I've talked about it with the team. You know, we've spent a lot of time talking about it. Um, I try to be—I try to be as open as possible. You want—you want them to trust you and believe in you, mm. and just—just just trust you. Yeah. So I try to be as transparent as I can with the team for that for that reason. Plus, I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I and we've we've—I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we've talked about them buying it. One of them buying it, maybe a stranger will buy it. It's not really a business for for girls. I mean, I have three daughters. I'm not a chauvinist at all, but it's a it's a physical business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough business. You're dealing with yeah. you know auto the auto industry is not an easy business. It's it can be tough. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know that that's for them. Honestly, yeah. you know, um, I don't think they think it is for them either. Because yeah. you said Corinne so, was working for you, so I don't yeah. know if she would ever. Well, that could yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, she she understands the company really yeah. well. Um, she, like she doesn't put up with any shit either. She would give it right back. If yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She works part time. She's great. I when I hired her, oh, it's been over ten years now. Wow, That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon, my wife Sharon was working for the company, you know, in the office. And one night we're in the hot tub, and we're talking, and I realized at that moment that she only did this to help her husband. She didn't do it because she liked it. As a matter of fact, she didn't like it. So I realized, oh, this, I gotta change this. I can't have this. Yeah. My wife's not really enjoying this that much. So at that moment, I decided I had to hire someone else and relieve her of that. And yeah. so it ended up being Corinne. Yeah. I didn't have any idea it would be family, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I told her the one, one rule in this office. We assume nothing. Never assume. And she's lived up to that. That's, That's good. Awesome. Yeah. If you were to have an outside party come in and take it over, you changing the name? That's up to them. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be like a stipulation because it had such a, you know, I don't think so be, personal. Well, I mean, we, <coughs> we're known now. Yeah. True, so true. Yeah. That wouldn't be fair to them. That's I very think, true. Yeah. yeah. And they could change it later after a couple of years, but. Yeah. Why would they if it's brand recognition? Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. even think about right. that. Yeah. All right. And then uh, I guess you've kind of mentioned it, but uh, advice to young business owners and people looking to go out on their own, maybe one or two pieces of advice. 
So I bet I could guess one of them. Besides working hard <laughs> and being honest, it's true. Is there are people in your life that want to help you, and you have to be strong enough to ask for their help, and you have to be strong enough to take their advice and implement it. Yeah. Um, you can't give advice to someone who doesn't want to hear it. So you need to be open-minded. You need to, I mean, I miss, I miss being younger because I had, you know, uncles and older people that would tell you life experience and you'd sit there and you'd just hear them talk and they would try to help you and they'd tell you stories. And, you know, now I'm the older generation, so I guess it's my turn yeah. to tell the younger generation stories. But you have a lot of people that want to help you and you need to be willing to, uh, you have to have a desire to want to learn and grow. And if these people are willing to help you, you need to be grateful. Yep. You need to listen. You need to have out of respect. You need to implement, mm. uh, make the best of the advice they're giving. You can't get it. You, you can get some in college, but you, 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 nothing beats the experience on the street, yeah. the experience that mentors are going to give you. I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of people. Thank goodness I needed a lot of help. <laughs> uh, helping me throughout and uh, there's been so many people that have helped me and I'm just so grateful for it yeah. um, but I was paying attention you have to pay attention if someone yeah. wants to help you you need to pay attention and like you said be willing to hear it yeah sometimes it's hard oh, yeah. you know to hear it because you realize you have to change something yeah that you may have thought was okay but no it's not okay if you want to do something yeah, that's great. It, it uh, kind of reminds me of that point that's like uh, that we've talked about before. Like sometimes the perspective of a third party can be so helpful. Yeah. You never realize it. Like we've had maybe like minor issues or like a situation, and I'll go home and I'll I'll talk to my wife. I'll be like, "Oh man, like here's what's going on." She's like, "Oh, why don't you just do this?" And I'm like, "Wow, actually, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of brilliant." I didn't. Didn't even think of that. It's because like it's we're so focused. How they do that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. from like an outsider's <laughs> perspective. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's funny. Yeah, but it's true. You mean when you're younger and people are trying to give you advice, you're just like kind of just head nodding the whole time. Yeah. And sometimes you're not actually digesting what they're saying. We're yeah. not even listening. We're not even right. listening, yeah. 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 So listen to your elders. Yeah, <laughs> true. Cool. Mike, thanks for coming on. This was oh, great. My pleasure. Appreciate I hope it. that uh, I can contribute something. Yeah, yeah, congrats on 25 years. Yeah. Thank Still you very going much. strong. Cheers. Hopefully you can have Keep you back. Keep it going. Again. Yeah, another Keep 25. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I uh, hope right. you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, check out, uh, where, where can people check you out, I guess? You guys are we don't have a website because no we're, we're a belly-to-belly kind of company. Yeah. You know, our customers aren't interested in going on the web. We so don't think they are. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we have a Facebook it's the name of the company, Denico Inc. Denico Inc. D E N I C O, just like on the shirt. There you go. But we're a belly to belly kind of company, so yeah. kind of hand to hand. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, check them out on Facebook, guys, and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah.